0: Welcome to the Mama Embodied podcast with yours truly, Shayna Ray. I'm a somatic attachment coach and therapist that is absolutely dedicated to supporting your soul's evolution as you prepare and step into the prenatal, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. Mama Embodied is a must listen for mothers and mothers to be who are seeking support, community, and all of the tips and tricks to heal yourself so that you can raise secure, resilient kids that can thrive in this unpredictable world. This show is here to help you understand the power and impact of repairing your attachment system, and how healing yourself on all levels, mind, body, and soul, not only changes your life, but also shapes your future generations' lives to come. Through honest conversations around conscious parenting, effective attunement and communication, mental health, and physical well being, we're going to explore the importance of embodying what you want your kids to learn so that you could be the one in the family line that stops the family inherited trauma and creates a safe and loving foundation that your family can lean on. So join me and guest experts in the field as we embrace our stories, share our wisdom, and help you create a life full of well-being, joy, love, and connection with you and your loved ones. So mamas, let's get started. What is up, my beautiful soul? I am freaking amped for you to dive into today's podcast episode. Oh my God. Now, if you clicked on this episode because of the title, the crazy thing is that Andrew has helped give women these empowering results through his program Built Well for Birth. So I love that we finally got a chance to sit down and talk about what he's doing in the world that is helping women have such an incredible labor and delivery experience. Because the truth is, we hear a lot of traumatic birth stories, right? Right. But we weren't taught that we can train for this big moment in our life and prep our bodies in a way that when that time comes and it's showtime and our water breaks, we can step into this high adrenaline time of giving birth with way more confidence because we know what muscles to use and how to position our bodies in labor. So when we take the time to physically train for this time in our life, we can actually end up with a completely different result like a completely different birth story, like his work has proven time and time again. And it's so funny, a little fun fact is that I've actually known Andrew for over 10 years because we were college buddies. He was on the UC Irvine baseball team when I was on the UC Irvine women's volleyball team. So we had a great time in college, but then we graduated, grew up, did our own things, and One day, I was just casually scrolling on Instagram and saw that he had this completely new business supporting women through the pregnancy journey. So I hit him up like, Andrew, what the hell are you doing these days? Let's catch up. So we talked a little over a year ago, and we just chatted about all the things, like what we're doing in the world, and kind of cracking up thinking, who would have thought you and me would be in this career path doing the thing? But we also agree that we couldn't have found a more fulfilling job to do in this world. Because like Andrew is going to talk about in this episode, this time in a woman's life is not celebrated enough. And although there's a lot of information out there in the world, a lot of it is fluff. Like There's not enough resources and information that truly supports a woman with every single piece of the puzzle in a very clear way. So as I support women with their mental health and how they parent their kids, and Andrew supports women with training their physical body, working the mechanics, the embodiment, which artfully weaves into the mental health space, we've come to find that it's essential to have both pieces of the puzzle to have a really empowering prenatal, pregnancy, and postpartum experience. So We're actually so excited to do some collaborations together in the future. So stay tuned on that. But all in all, I just can't wait for you to listen to this episode because there's just so many simple adjustments that we can do physically with our bodies that can really change our experience in bringing a new soul into the world. So if you love what you hear today, make sure to post it on your Instagram and tag Andrew and I. And if you want to dive into his program, Built Well for Birth, after all of the truth bombs he's going to drop in this episode today, Andrew has graciously provided a discount code for you, which is my name at checkout. So it's just S-H-A-I-N-A at checkout. Now, I encourage you to listen to this podcast all the way through because not only does it cover so many great tips that you can start implementing in your life today to prep for pregnancy... I also have a very special gift that I'd like to offer you at the very end of the podcast outro, and I do not want you to miss out on it because it will be an incredible resource for you, no matter if you're in the prenatal, pregnancy, or postpartum stage of the journey. So now let's dive in. So Andrew, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Shana. I appreciate it.
0: I'm so excited to have you here. I think what you've created with Built Well for Birth is freaking genius and quite honestly is so needed in the prenatal pregnancy and postpartum journey. So to start, I would love for our listeners to know a little bit more about you, Andrew. So what led you to go from D1 baseball player to personal trainer to creating this program that supports women through their pregnancy, labor and delivery journey.
1: Yeah. It's been so unique, but um, yeah, I, I started this built. Well, obviously if you want to start, you know, right after college, I got my master's um, in the Homeland Security department from San Diego state. So I wanted to go be a bad guy catcher, but (laughs) it was very short lived just because Uh, It's a lot of stress to work on that side of the side of the job. And I really love sports. I really love fitness. And I had so many injuries, Shana, if you remember that it was basically my inspiration to become a strength coach to basically just fix myself. Um, So that that was the journey, the transition to become a strength coach. Uh, I eventually met up with the guys at Weck Method. And this is note number one for any of those who are listening right now. Like, I highly recommend looking into Weck Method. It's W-E-C-K Method. And David Weck, Shana he's the inventor of the BOSU ball. So everybody knows the BOSU ball, the half, half blue ball that's like in every gym in the world. Uh, we're a research and development center. So we create new fitness products but the greatest thing about this place shaina is the training principles like we train a little bit different than traditional olympic style weightlifting mm-hmm. uh we still do basic olympic lifts we just have our own spice in our way of 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 coaching the core basically mm-hmm. so i was coaching all these athletes shaina like really elite like gold medalists world series it was just crazy all these athletes coming into our gym and i was like dude we're doing some really special stuff right now. And I had like this aha moment. I was like, but these principles could immediately translate to a whole other populations of people. And like one of the first people that I, I populations I thought of was pregnant women. I was like, man, what do pregnant women need during their pregnancy? They need core and back strength what can we do in terms of their gait cuz they they suffer from something called a pregnancy waddle we can teach them how to walk better about 98% of the population uh shayna they don't understand what gait is g a i t and then basically what we're teaching in terms of uh internal and external torsion i'll go about talking that later yeah. um uh, we really, we we started to see that it could help women during their delivery time. So basically what we do is we help women strengthen the core and backs. We help make them walk better, which is a long lifelong habit. And then we help them push and have a healthier delivery come that time. So, and then even more importantly, so is we, we definitely help women out in the postpartum term as well, get their bodies back together because, uh, I think the whole postpartum depression thing is quite a shame how, yeah. how that's so prevalent. And, and in my, in my opinion, it's just because we don't give women enough resources after birth. It's oh. usually C, C-section or vaginal. It's either like they clean you up. They, you stay there an hour or two and they ship you out. And it's very, very rare that any hospital or, or birthing center gives the woman like, continued care like continued education in terms of putting their core back together i mean if if you're not an exercise specialist good luck putting your core back together after birth it's pretty hard yeah. so just giving women just giving women like a, a legit protocol to get stronger again like it's a complete stress off their back they get to focus on the baby baby's father partner um, so anyways, I love what we do. We're doing some really unique stuff. I thought the bottom line of all of this transition, Shana, mm-hmm. as sportsy as you and I and, and our community is, mm-hmm. this is the bottom line. I was tired of training athletes all day. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it to be very single sided. Yeah. I was like, man, we can do something greater here. Like we can make like, a true impact with some of this stuff. And, and my mother was a great inspiration. She's been a clinical nurse specialist in the labor and delivery department at Sharp Hospital for like the past 35 years. So she's ran their labor and delivery department for quite some time. And um, I knew we could immediately impact some women. So that was my mission. It was like literally just to come up with uh, the best program out there for women because What I'll say, too, is when I did my early research, Shana, I was I was uh, ashamed and shocked with how little resources and how poorly created resources there is for women in terms of pregnancy, fitness and health. It was like nothing out there. Like I bought the five most successful fitness protocols for women, pregnant, pregnancy and postpartum. and It was atrocious. It was like. I'm not going to call out names, but, like, (laughs) they were doing, like, 45-second. Can you imagine, Shayna, being in the third trimester and doing 45-second jumping jacks? (laughs) Oh, this was the really one that, like, like, I almost, like, shut my computer closed. was, like, they had women in -hmm. the second trimester doing belly to bench rows. Can you imagine laying down up against a bench in the second? Oh, my God, no. So, I was, like, dude, like – sports sports sciences multi-billion dollar industry what about prenatal and postnatal fitness and health that such a such a broad uh spectrum in terms of you know better resources so that was my inspiration was just to like dude we can really make an impact here so why don't we it's it's almost uh it's almost a shame that we don't pass these resources to women so I love being a big, husky, loud male voice, oh yeah. Female dominated <laughs> world. Just mm-hmm. like, dude, we we're really, and I say this with the most humility, Shana. Mm-hmm. We are really revolutionizing fitness and health and overall physical education on the Weck method side. And I've been blessed to be there for almost six years, uh, helping them as like their director of sports programming. So I've worked with them for quite some time. And they're doing some unbelievable things. Like it, it's literally a shame that we wouldn't progress and show this to the pregnancy world. So, it's it's just it's just uh, a lot of fun what we're doing, to be honest.
0: Yeah, honestly, it lights me up every time you talk about it. I just remember our first phone call. What well, was like a year ago? We were just chatting about what we're doing in the world now, and hearing what you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, there is not enough information out there for women it's like there's so many women that get pregnant and go through this journey and it can feel really traumatizing because there aren't any tools or resources mentally physically emotionally spiritually and i think you're creating something that that's what i was saying earlier it's like freaking gold it's genius because women as much as the mental health is so important so is their physical i mean you hear women with, with pelvic floor issues back pain like everything under the sun and it makes sense they're carrying a freaking baby in their body so why haven't we created something to support women and strengthen certain muscles all that good stuff so pregnancy can feel more empowering
1: yeah absolutely it's it's literally it's there's studies out there show like literally you only have a 50 percent chance shana upon like your first visit with your OBGYN or your family practitioner, you only have 50% that you're getting referred to any kind of a labor and delivery or like continued education. So like what women are doing now is where do they get this education from, Shana? Social media, Reddit, like just other communities of women. But on the professional side, on the medical and fitness side, we got to do a lot better job as well producing new research, new education, and, and basically just progress in the field because there hasn't really been anything too exciting in terms of new research, in, in terms of the you know, pregnancy fitness and labor and delivery education yeah. for like four decades. Like the basic standard for labor and delivery practice right now is uh, Lamas. And if you understand Lamas, uh, it, it almost spikes the stress mode. So... We're doing a lot of good things, not only on the pre and postnatal fitness side, but yeah, we'll go on to talk about like our push practice and how we help women basically prepare for a better labor. Um, you hit a buzzword, like you hit like one of my buzz conversation pieces, Shana, is like the connection of the physical to the emotional. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I've been in the weight room for seven days a week for the past 10 years and studying and practicing the physical. And there is so much emotional connection, it's just crazy. So like, I love, I love like showing a pregnant woman just a simple exercise uh, that just relieves such an amount of tension. And you know, it like pain is connected so much to the emotional state too. So like getting out of pain feeling like actual muscular growth in a certain area, like, like muscle tissue really helps, like getting strong helps, it really makes the world easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just getting out of pain, getting stronger, moving better. Like, that's the cheat code. That's just fast track to better emotional health, in my opinion. So I love the merger that we're doing, like bringing the, like Dr. Carol, who is, for everybody that doesn't know, like, I really wanted to make this program legitimate in terms of like having medical overseers as well. So I partnered with Dr. Carol, her, her real, her, excuse me, her full name is, and she'd be, she'd be pissed if I didn't say it <laughs> right. Uh, it's Dr. Carol Jean Marat. She's Beautiful. like, one of. thank you. Uh, it's Haitian. She's Haitian. And she's one of San Diego's first, um, African American OB OBGYNs in the county. So she's a she's written she's maybe like twelve books. She's a she's a top dog in this field, which is so cool. But she's really bringing like the emotional support side of this all, and and that's been a beautiful blend. And that's honestly why when you and I started to initially talk about this, us was like, dude, Shana, you're right up our alley right now. Like we're really trying to provide a comprehensive program for like a holistic program like a to z for the women and and it'd be lacking a whole half if we didn't touch on the emotional side so here's one of my first questions for you partner Ooh, like, i love it if if obviously you've worked with one or a couple you know pregnant women either prenatal or postpartum but like What's been one of the biggest complications you've seen, whether it's emotional or physical, but what's one of the most like common complications that you see with this group of women?
0: That's a great question. It's honestly lack of information. So then mm-hmm. they get overwhelmed and think there's something internally wrong with them. So whether that's after having a baby and they're dealing with postnatal anxiety and depression, they're, they think that, you know, oh, I shouldn't be as tired as I am or have emotions come up like this often. And it's like, no, you're in a whole different chapter of your life. You actually are supposed to have all these emotions to kick up. There's nothing wrong with you. You just need to learn how to move through it versus it thinking like something's inherently like broken inside of you.
1: Mm -hmm. And same
0: thing with the physical, right? There's all this physical pain happening, And once again, they don't know, they don't have enough information or tools or resources to understand why or how to get through it. So I think it's really the same um, issue, both for the mental, emotional, spiritual, it's just lack of information and not understanding that anything's broken, but there's things that you can do to move through it. You know?
1: Yeah, like that that is a buzzword. Whenever I talk to any... Medical professional, to be honest, they even admit they're like, Yeah, Andrew, we don't, there's not enough continued care for these women. There's yeah. a complete lack of information. And just to be another type of resource for women is, is, yeah. uh, that's not commonly out there. It's pretty fulfilling work, dude. I love what we do. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty unique.
0: Absolutely. So I have a question. You know, I think every woman's ultimate dream through, the pregnancy journey is like having a smooth and fast delivery and looking at your testimonials, I'm like, what are you doing to these women? I mean, like I see, let's see, I even wrote it down. It's like a woman said she had a 10 minute delivery. Another woman said four pushes and the baby was out in two minutes. So what prevents us? From having that smooth, fast labor and delivery, and how are you giving these women these incredible, empowering results?
1: Well, I'll try. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll try to give. I'll give it the best uh, summary without giving the whole shebang of it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll basically try my best to give the majority of it. Number one, you talk about prevention. Mm-hmm. Like we love by just making the woman aware like let's let's talk about the different stages of labor let's let's talk about in terms of prevention if you learn the different stages of labor and how to master them like you're going in with a plan uh you're not going to be spiked in the sympathetic mode like the whole entire time and that's when we find women have prolonged deliveries is they they don't know how to breathe they're stressed the hell out and 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 it's really ultimately i'll tell you the real the real fast track it of it all it's the understand it's pressure management it's it's learning about tension and how to harness it and what happens when the body goes into the flight reaction basically shana uh when i mean i'll make this simple demonstration now but don't laugh at me too hard please no. uh, like The first stage of this is good this is good info. I've probably told you this, but this is good info for even you to know. It's just like the first stage of labor is called the latent phase. It's also known like medically as the fight versus flight stage. It's the initial water breaks and the initial contractions start to happen. Mm. And it's in that latent phase where the majority of the like cortisol floods your body. Mm. So it is in that first stage. Where the contract- contractions aren't as extreme, where stress influences you the most, rather in like the second stage of labor, which is actually delivery, when you're really pushing hard. So right. by law, if you can master and and really take hold of that first stage, your initial like fight versus flight reaction, mm-hmm. and you handle it well, you're gonna have a less prolonged delivery, and you're not gonna be in the the fight and flight stress sympathetic mode the whole time so the demonstration you just saw me did is like the yeah. flight reaction almost going into like the fetal position like when if you don't if you can imagine shana like a woman who doesn't understand pressure management she doesn't understand breathing or tension like she may react to her initial contractions like this she's probably like oh ah! yeah. right? right like you can kind of see it right Yeah, like blowing up my head in terms of tension, blowing up my chest cavity. And what I was even doing, which is most important, is this internal rotation Mm. and this internal rotation, Shana, literally internalizing the pressure. You're telling the pressure, you're telling your baby, no, don't leave like I'm too scared right now. This is literally internalizing pressure yeah i'll
0: pause you for a second for those of you that can't see what andrew's doing he's literally curling into himself so it makes sense like it's like you're telling the baby to not leave like it needs to stay but it's really because you have all this tension yeah there's
1: really one goal other than having the healthiest you know delivery possible is the one goal of delivery is creating a downward force of pressure and getting that baby out and if you're creating an internal pressure, wow. you're going to have a prolonged delivery. So what we're teaching is how to harness external, it, in, in our terms, training terms, and, and in all our terms as well, we consider external torsion. So creating an external rotation, almost mm-hmm. like motorcycle handles out here, you mm-hmm. connect to the posterior chain of the body. Mm-hmm. Which you can really, really push hard from. Mm-hmm. And now you're creating a pressure down and out. Like I know everybody probably can't see me, Shana, but I'll demonstrate just for you now. Yeah. Rather than, mm, we're teaching yeah. our women
0: to instead and, of going internal, moving the body out.
1: Yes, yes. And that quite literally is making this external force of pressure. And so. We, we really, basically, that's how we teach our women, Shayna, is we yeah. teach the women how to harness tension from the ground up and then utilize their posterior chain and this external rotation to push hard from the backside of the body. And then basically with our rhythmic breathing, we're teaching them how not to over breathe. So you're not like. <laughs> and have to like rush into another inhale. Uh, it's that. And it's really what we've transitioned to be called like our labor flow. This is something that's kind of shocking is that um, well, it's not shocking in terms of the fitness aspect or the physical aspect, but not a lot of labor and delivery nurses are taught this or even understand this yet, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is what the birth canal does when you play with internal and external hip rotation. So the the basic anatomy um, discussion of it or, or lex- lesson of it, excuse me, is that when your hips turn in, Shana, when you hip internally rotate, your pelvic floor opens up, gets really big mm-hmm. uh, and it's easier to push. When you have your hips in external rotation, your birth canal sh- almost shuts closed. It's very hard to push. Like, I'll I'll give you, Shayna, the, the briefest example. Standing <laughs> up, like, could you imagine? My feet are like this right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I have a, sh- basically, like, clenching my glutes. Like, there's a very small hole right now. Mm-hmm. Even you, if you can just, like, turn your feet in. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind like of feel like the of to open out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. It's a very simple anatomical, you know, it's not a magic trick. It's just something that's not taught. What is the one position that labor and delivery nurses are probably going to put you in when you get to the hospital bed?
0: On your back?
1: On your back with your legs in the bootstraps and your right. hips in big external rotation.
0: Oh, interesting. With the feet facing out.
1: Yes. So, I mean... It's pretty hard to open up your birth canal with your hips like like that. Wow, you're
0: blowing my mind right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so and this is a real kicker too. Like we really preach, like I said, and again, I this is a this is a golden nugget if anybody's taking notes. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> strength, strength and uh creating tension, Shana, it's it's done from the ground up. So we like one of the first cues in our push practice is quite literally feet and legs. And that's like building the tension from ground up and then we we turn out into the lats. But this is the kicker about the feet is that whatever level of epidural that you have, whether you have full level and you can't feel nothing down there, or you have what's considered walking level, which is a moderate level of epidural. Uh, there's still a neuromuscular connection. If you tell your legs and your feet and your lower extremity, like your lower part of your body to create tension, Mm -hmm. it is going to still fire. They are still going to fire. And more importantly, it's going to aid in the create like that pressure going low. Imagine Shana that like, I have a full level of epidural. I can't feel my hips down. Mm -hmm. And I'm just pushing for my upper half the whole time. Oh okay. yeah. Like there's still a neuromuscular connection in that lower half. If you if you can tell teach your mind or teach your body basically how to apply pressure. But again, when you're on your back in the bootstraps, those bootstraps, Shane, and one problem with them, they don't have footbeds normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can't even there's nothing for you even you to push up against. So uh-huh. what, what What I'm trying to say is, is I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel and all this. And, mm-hmm. and um I, I know it's hard. This is even difficult for some women to be hearing all this from a man. Like, what is a man? How, how the heck does a man know about like the female anatomy? And what's going on? But it's just simple anatomy once you get to and simple like a uh, basic understanding of pressure management mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not the guru of birth but i i sure do know a lot about the body in terms of yeah. anatomically and i sure do know how to create tension and most importantly alleviate tension so it's really a tension and creating uh, just your breath so the labor flow basically getting your hips in the right position to open up the birth canal push practice is a teaching of the breath and the tension how to create the external tension pressure down and low rather than internalizing it does that make sense at all
0: that makes a lot of sense and there's so much clarity and yes you were a guy but everything you just explained made so much sense it's so simple like you said it's basic anatomy it would make sense that when your feet are pointed out, that can cause tension in that pelvic floor area, and when you, it's like these slight little adjustments that just make sense. Can I?
1: Can I just wow you real quick? Wow me. Can you're I? Are, wow you're already
0: me. wowing me. Right I know. Now. I'm, just gonna, I'm
1: just gonna show you this video, and and you're gonna be like, oh my god, he's right. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you turn, I'm trying to get it better. As soon as you you see how like the knees oh, turned in and the pelvis, yeah. the, the ankles are out like that. The pelvis yeah. opens up. When you go back to neutral, the your pelvis closes.
0: Got it. So for those of you listening to the podcast right now, the video Andrew just played showed a woman on her knees in like a cat cow yoga position, and it showed that as soon as she turned her knees in. So her feet are out, it completely opened up the pelvic area so that the baby could come out easily. But when you have your knees straight or even just a little bit outside of your body, so your feet are in, the pelvic area closes up. Huh. That's so wild. So moral of the story, ladies, if you're not having a natural birth, the very least you can do is bring those knees together when your feet are in the stirrups. This is seriously so simple, yet so freaking mind-blowing, Andrew.
1: Shayna, it's, I'll, it's- <laughs> I'll use my mother as another example, just yes. because I love her and I can. Yeah. A, a 35-year professional in the field who now works in the research and education department herself, she was blown away by that, blown away that, like, oh, Andrew, we're not taught that. We're not totally. taught that.
0: Yeah, it's like there's these simple things that can really change the way labor and delivery happens. Yeah,
1: yeah. Every labor and delivery. I'm not. This is not a a bashing on labor and delivery nurses, but we are really trying hard to just provide them a little bit more the physiological side of birth and what you know what we're progressing into. We're not saying that what they what you know, anybody has to say is wrong at all. Mm -hmm. We just we have unique methods and it's our stories, it's our testimonials that are so unique. And there's something there. And that's why we're so excited to announce Shana like and we're, we're building out a clinical research study with a hospital down in South County, San Diego. So Incredible. to be able to actually say that these techniques are clinically, we have a study back in these and that they really do decrease the time in active delivery. And they really do decrease the overall chances of birthing complications. Like that's huge. Oh, it's massive. That, that was my initial goal of this as well, Shana was like, This would have been a disservice to women. It would have been a waste of time if us as a business and a training protocol, if we didn't aim to be the most medically researched and backed program out there, it would have just been another run of the mill program just trying to sell snake oil to women. In my opinion, if women, this is such an important training niche. Like if women do one rep out of bad form, it's potentially mm-hmm. harmful for them and their baby. Like this is a whole completely different science rather than just a regression of just traditional weightlifting. Like women shouldn't just get pregnant and just be like, Oh, I'm I'm just gonna dial it down a little bit. I mean, you can, but if you really want to optimize it, you have it's a completely different science. So that's that's what really we're really trying to put out to the world is that um. It's important to learn more because this yes. is such an important time for women in their lives, and their child's life, like this whole development stage. It's just really important that women take their health now. This is a big conclusion in a lot of like medical research is if there's any a time for a woman to focus on her fitness and health during her pregnancy, actually. It's 100%. so critical, so. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Oh my god. I have so many thoughts right now. So first off, I love your integrity and the research you have behind your product. I think every woman values that so deeply and appreciates all the work because I'm sure that that takes time. But oh, yeah. you showed me that video and for me, I'm like, oh that's that's enough for me to want to jump in right away but I really appreciate that you want to show the research and the science behind it to make women feel really safe in this journey and I also found it interesting you know when you were talking I see a lot of parallels in the work I do with adult attachment repair with women and the work you do with the physical aspect of it's like for me we have what's called we always go bottom up theory versus top down. And just like you, it just made me think of everything you were explaining. The body initiates and the mind follows another Dan Siegel quote. It's like, yeah, if you move certain, it's like embodiment, if you move certain places of the body, it's going to actually empower the mind and you're going to have even more positive thoughts. So When you were even saying, like, as soon as the water breaks and, you know, there's a contraction and a pulling in, like bracing because there's pain. But really, as you're pulling in, you're signaling to the mind and to the baby, like, you need to stay in here, yes. even though I'm in a lot of pain. Whereas like these simple movements and embodiment and adjustments with breathing and breath and moving your body in certain ways is telling the mind something completely different.
1: Yes. Yes so empowering it's like that's the biggest kick out of this job for me Shayna, is to see like a woman just kind of open up she's like damn i am the boss like i am made, <laughs> for, this. Hell yeah. I am made for this i am confident mm-hmm. and and just seeing them be more prepared like it's so cool dude so yeah you hit yeah. it on the nose you hit it on the nose with that uh it's it's critical that they have that uh, confidence going in because like uh shane i originally called this business celebrate fitness like yeah. celebrates with an eight because of a lot of the figure eight principle stuff that oh, we do yeah. but uh I I, I I liked it originally because like this this kind of a gray cloud around old pregnancy like it, it it needs to be more celebrated. It needs to be a celebration rather than like, oh, my God, I'm kind of dreading all this back pain I'm going to get. I'm kind yeah. of dreading this labor and delivery process for like a first time mom. From what I hear and what I experience, yes. Yes. It's, tra- it's traumatizing. You don't yes. know what to expect. You have you if you're blessed with the support that you have i mean you're really lucky but not everybody has a great support totally. so uh there's so many different factors in this we can just get women more confident in their own bodies in terms of what they're like they shine they they do their thing and they have great tests, like you know experiences like yeah. the women who try a program they have so anyways that's a great point
0: Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, our minds, we have this negative bias where over 80% of our thoughts are negative. So of course, and our mind does it to protect us. So we hear these traumatizing stories and we'll grab onto those, but not like remember all these beautiful experiences, right? So I always even tell my clients, like, go out of your way to look at YouTubes of like these beautiful births, like really prime your mind for that. But I think a lot of the research I know when I first started getting into the mental health career, I was a hypnotherapist and you were taught your thoughts control your feelings and how your body feels. When I've now done more research and as an attachment therapist started to realize like, oh, actually it's the opposite. You know, your body actually influences your mind and your thoughts. It starts in the body. So I just, I know I'm kind of coming back to that point, but I think it's so beautiful. Like that's naturally going to empower women as you build certain muscles help them feel more empowered like hey this stance is going to open up your pelvic floor like they're gonna naturally have better thoughts have more empowering experiences and like we've talked about your testimonials speak to that
1: yeah to to just go through and give you a, an example of how much of um, uh, you're right it's a change of it's it's a change of thinking it's like mm-hmm. It's not just a confidence boost. What we're coaching is literally a change of thought. Um, Like, I'll give you the example, Shana. Like, a lot of what we do is based off of, like, fight versus flight. But, like, a lot of what we do, of course, is we, we talk about posture, whether we're lifting, but more importantly, like, standing. And I know everybody can't see this again, but look at me, like, when I keep, Shana, like, I lived my first 25 years with, like, the worst anterior tilt, and Mm -hmm. I dispersed my weight, really much so in just the heel and the midfoot. And Mm -hmm. you kind of see me like leaning back right here. This is, I don't look very intentional. I don't look very focused with just this posture. What we're coaching a lot of what we coach is about the feet Mm -hmm. and look how I make a shift forward in the distribution of weights in my feet. Can you just see that change right there? Yeah. As I, as I lean forward, and now I am so much more intentional forward in what I'm going. You know, looking at, but it's it's really a whole level of confidence boost. It's quite literally. Totally. We're, it's a proprioception thing too. Like, where's my brain in space? Where's my body in space? I am a different man when I disperse my weights forward here compared to here. Right. Like I'm limited non-confident man simple hacks like that like huge
0: it's like when you hunch your shoulders down it's like you can't really be very confident but when you pull them back it's like I can handle shit and like I can move the world in a different way and I got maybe a little bit more swagger to me like all that stuff so that subtlety of leaning back like you demonstrated and leaning forward as you move yeah it shifts everything
1: yeah I I wanted to, like, one of the the hot topics that I circled that I wanted to talk about is just what we coach on breathing. I think that's huge in what you do. It's huge what we do in the weight room and also preparing for labor and delivery. But, again, just for overall day stress management – Uh, I'm very, very passionate about this whole breathing topic because, like, I lived, again, my first 24 years of life with, like, bad asthma, um, always got tired, which, excuse me, it was just because I didn't know how to breathe. Nobody really teaches us how to functionally breathe through our nose and diaphragm nobody really teaches that so um it was upon me getting trained in this discipline called oxygen advantage where it really just talks about uh building up your oxygen capacity breathing better but the real lesson is this my friend and anybody else out there this is a freaking cheat code right here shana love it but everybody who basically uh who either mouth breathes, upper respiratory br- anxiety, stress, overwhelming, all of those. They normally only breathe from the front side of their, their chest like like this, right? Like belly breathing, chest breathing. This is so cool once I finally understood this and really understood what the rib cage had to do in all the breathing. But uh, the back of your ribs, are called the ribs of inspiration they're actually mm-hmm. supposed to go like this. They're supposed to, as you inhale, they're supposed to like like wrap around. So they're That's really supposed to go one direction. They're supposed to go wide. And then the front to your ribs are called the ribs of expiration, of respiration. And they go like this. They wrap and basically flex your six pack. Mm-hmm. So instead of just breathing on this side all day, like everybody does, it's a true skill to learn how to inhale soft, low, and wide from these back ribs. And then the front ribs, you begin to feel like when you exhale, they begin to wrap in the front. So That's it's true. like an accordion action. It's like you inhale wide from the back, and then you exhale, these front ribs wrap in and almost corsets in effect. So, I mean, who the heck has ever said, Hey, breathe from your back ribs. Yeah, no, nobody. Hey, like, Dude, it's so hard to, Shayna. because, like, as you could understand, what's what's everybody's bugaboo spot is, like, their lower back and, like, right. you can't bet. It's because, in my opinion, it's not only the posture, it's their breathing mechanics and the yeah. understanding, like, I train, again, I'm in the weight room seven days of the week, Shayna. Yeah. I, I work with a lot of bodies, and I, and I assess a lot of bodies. And again, 94 to 95% of the people that I see have little to no movement in their rib cage. almost when they have a resting breath. It's normally only belly breathing. And like even people, they go like this. They uh, When they try to do a diaphragmatic breath, they go one direction and up. It's like they let their shoulders lift. But like what we try to practice is keeping your shoulders down, a nice long neck, and really just getting good at expanding the lower ribcage, and then exhaling from the front. So that's a big tip. I hope you get out of today. Too that's a much. huge tip. Dude, it's huge. I mean, like, if you take it seriously and apply it in the weight room, you can finally probably like, uh, I encourage you, you and Connor, try it out next time you work out. But like, try to breathe deep and wide into your ribcage. What's going to happen is you're going to get a bigger brace you're going to get a bigger intra-abdominal pressure and then you're basically just going to get stronger and lift heavier stuff so the ability to breathe better has fixed my asthma it's yeah. fixed dozens and dozens and dozens of my clients asthma and breathing complications it's and you want to talk about a confidence boost you start to learn like the real benefits and everything that comes along with better breathing mechanics and it's like better sleep, better yeah. than better digestion, better stress management. It's freaking huge. So um, yeah, that's, that's one that I knew I wanted to tell you it was just about like the breathing mechanics. Cause nobody talks about expanding the back ribs mm-hmm. and how to like exhale from the front of the ribs. I thought I was, yeah. when I originally learned that I, I thought it was kind of beautiful. Like the ribs of inspiration. And I was like, Oh damn, like I haven't been inspiring. <laughs> I'm, I'm not inspired enough. I've just, <laughs> just been breathing on my front side.
0: Yeah. No. And it just
1: makes so much sense. Like when you, you understand the anatomy of the ribs, how they come out and wide like this. Yeah. And the front of the ribs are open. You shouldn't just be breathing from this side.
0: Right. Like you also have to learn how to breathe from your backside. That makes so much sense. I mean- Everything that you're bringing to the table today, Andrew, has my jaw dropped down to the floor quite literally because when you explain it, it's so simple and totally makes sense, but it's just that no one taught us this. And as you know, I'm a breathwork facilitator, so of course I know that the power of our own breath is incredible because it supports our mental health, our physical health, our sleep, literally all of it. And something I even realized recently was I got a deep tissue massage a few weeks ago and the woman that was working on me totally called me out and was like, you played volleyball, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, but that was 10 years ago, you know? And she goes, well, when you jumped to hit, you landed on your left foot a lot, didn't you? Which I 100% did. And she was telling me that through that constant impact, even though it was so long ago, it had tightened up my hips. My... Pelvic floor and my core. And ever since that massage, I just started to notice my core more often. And I started to notice how much I hold my breath or clench my abs throughout the day, like when I'm doing computer work or focusing on something really intently. So, like you said, it's an intentional practice to shift your awareness to focus on how you're breathing throughout the day because our muscle memory is so used to breathing a different way or pausing a certain way. So that's been a new awareness practice for me. And I'll constantly check in on my core and allow a few moments to myself to intentionally open up my diaphragm and relax my body. And this practice is just so important.
1: I'll I'll give you the most surrealist thing probably (laughs) you're ever going to hear on your podcast. Yes. I'm going to get it. it to you right here, right Fuck now. Fuck yeah, let's and, do it. And I'll do it in the most professional way possible. <laughs> my best, one of my best, and this isn't my tip, but I just, I, I refer it out to other people. A pelvic floor specialist taught me this tip. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things to do upon the inhale. In your exploration, like Shana, it's an exploration. Now that you have an awareness of this tension, mm-hmm. like, ah, Excuse my language. You like? No, you can say
0: fuck on this podcast, Mary. I, I,
1: I really am tight down here, or like, yes. damn, I really do carry tension in my shoulders. Yes. So once you spark in that awareness, then you can really go deep. And here's my one short, brief, uh, like, uh, tip on the inhalation. Uh-huh. Like before you inhale, you have to learn how to relax your anus you got to <laughs> relax your glutes and your anus when you inhale because that is what's in most cases so hyper tense. It's everybody.
0: Everyone's tightening up down there. Dude, and no one knows. Everyone's so up in their heads. They have no awareness of what they're doing in their bodies. Yeah.
1: So my, the inhale like practice and the exhale practice, It what we coach, it's like from up to top again. Like it's literally like relax my glutes and anus, inhale from pelvic floor, inhale from these lower ribs, from these ribs, from these ribs. We even talk about how to relax the head. And when you inhale, the sutures, the different parts of your skull, supposed to move. There's supposed to be movement in your skull. So, like, um, this is something that I learned by going through deeper because of prior injuries. But when I was two years old, Shana, my brother threw me off the bunk bed and I cracked my oh, skull pretty oh my bad. God. So I had like a, a, like 13, 11 staples on my oh. side. Of my head. So I had a, like an infant related, uh, head trauma. Totally. And, um, long story short, like me going deep in all this teachings and education, I kind of, I, felt it I was like oh my gosh I carry so much tension on this left side and again it was a aha moment I was so aware of it like a practice that I share with people and like it's it's a studied thing is that you have to learn learn how to relax your head and like the sutures and everything moves so the relaxation of tension is so important to then, therefore, create a lot of tension when you need it, whether delivery, whether exercising. So, I like yeah. to say this in all this coaching. I'm really just a feet, breath, intention coach. But Pretty it's like funny. you have
0: everything. It's like pelvic floor push practice, postpartum support. Everything is packaged in.
1: Thank world you. World. Yeah, like we want, like we want to be. And again, I say this with the most humility, we wanna be like a one-stop shop for women. We're really doing well in the pre and postnatal fitness side. We're really doing well in the labor labor and uh, delivery side. But you know what? As important as those are, it's still not even the whole part of the pie. The emotional support, like, everything recovery so like yeah
0: postpartum it's like people are finally starting to talk about postpartum recovery more than ever before it's like how have we not even talked about this stuff
1: yeah absolutely not
0: only do you just bring a baby into the world your body has to go back to what it was like that's a whole different journey in and of itself
1: yeah I really love, like, this will be a short tidbit and I put it down just I because love it. I thought it would interrelate. Keep it coming. I mean,
0: all of these, these everything's <laughs> been like golden nuggets.
1: Good, good. I hope so. Um, but like something I interrelated to your practice, Shayna, was like just more talking on like the self-massage practice because mm. of uh, just the overwhelming amount of tension that yes. people may have. And where we particularly find all this tension is here. Like Eastern medicine is quite famous for saying like, we carry all our emotions in there, my friend. And I know yep. you know this. The
0: womb, the hips. Like,
1: exactly. Oh, yeah. So like, so preconception, even prenatal, like working around the baby, mm-hmm. like working around the baby into lower pelvis, familiar with these spaces with soft, like, and even like, even like above the chest type, oh, like, interesting. this is, this is, this is my real bugaboo. And, and we do this with everybody, not just pregnant women. This is our, my real bugaboo with like foam rolling is that foam, like people will foam roll their hammies, their backs, yep. this and that before they go exercise, but who foam rolls their core? Like what do we use in the weight room? What are we pressurizing with the whole darn time? Yeah. Is this big space? So for everybody that I train, we do a good job at like massaging the core and doing like ball. some deep diaphragmatic breathing, and we call it almost weighted breathing. We have heavy sandbags. We sometimes often use kettlebells, but for pre-pregnant pre- women, of course, we're not using these things. Yeah. It's really just getting familiar with this space again. I mean, if if you're a woman who's had and like I I I don't want to go it if like you've had sexual trauma, you've had some kind of like just a an injury happen, like in your ankle you might yeah. be, there might be something upstream that's causing so much tension in this abdominal space. And, uh, that's what I really love coaching as well. And like, you see these women, like Shayna, I've had women do like core massages and they bust into tears. Absolutely, and they're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, Andrew, I've never felt that before. Like I've, I've never felt a release like that before. And and that's what I really like talking like just the, just the stuff beyond the weight room. That's what really makes a difference to me. So I I've made a note to talk about self massage, like prenatal around around the baby, and then postnatal. So important. I mean, like if you just when you have your baby, your body's in like destructive mode. The first two weeks is called the line in period, Shana, and the line in period is what it's supposed to be. You're literally supposed to kick Mm it. Like you're not supposed to do anything, like just chill. Don't be doing nothing laborious. Like your body's just been through, just been through it and it needs to rest. But I highly, we highly recommend in like the first week, first couple of days, you start to do some small massaging there and you get familiar with that area again, rather than just like neglecting that area completely, And like, assuming that it's just going to go back together, it's really kind of the first start of the process to get like your muscle, like your muscles back together, and all everything that's been uh, compromised. It's it's one of the first steps to recovery is just this soft, soft um, massage. And and it's really important.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it's seriously so divine. I literally just had an epiphany a few weeks ago about this. So As I told you, I was working on my tight hips and psoas and core and whatnot, and I started to use an acupressure ball to massage around my core, and I did have a huge emotional release because us women do carry so much trauma in our hips and in our womb. So I guess my next question is, obviously, it's easy to massage the front area with an acupressure ball or a lacrosse ball to really get in there, but... Once you actually have a baby in your womb, how do you specifically do that self massage?
1: Good, great question, great question. Uh, like I said, we really talk about working around the baby. Okay. So we definitely like okay. work. We'll try our best to get like underneath the rib cage where the diaphragm sits. Mm-hmm. So we start around there. We basically go clockwise. Mm-hmm. There's a cool, cool space that kind of gets shortened and compromised um, during pregnancy, like the space between the top of your hip and your lowest rib. Like, oh, man, like basically where my love handles sit. Like, yes. these are like if you learn how to get into that space, Shana. Um, and then, yeah, definitely touch like trying to massage a little bit of the pelvic area, like getting into there, like it might be tight. It might be tender. So. I would go around the baby on the sides below. Definitely get into the, the the routine of like rolling out your feet with a lacrosse ball or some kind of stick. Uh doing some type of like I basically put a self-massage routine for all my clients. Like it's Love so it. freaking important. It I'm is a big like lymphatic nerd as well. Yeah. So like we we go through the different lymph ducts of like the neck and yes. like the bones. So self-massage is is huge for any clients, especially the pregnant woman. Um yeah, so that yeah, that's the answer there. Yeah,
0: it makes sense because it's like as you're moving, everything has to do with the core. Even like when you're doing squats, you're like tightening up your core, like every you're tightening that area all the time. And yeah, like I said, I just had that epiphany of like, that's why it's so tight there. Like, how are we not focused on like stretching that out and supporting
1: the core? I could talk for days, but you just hit something that's huge, and it's a huge differentiator of what we teach compared to other pregnancy disciplines, because I don't think anybody else teaches this. Um, is that we teach you how to properly brace in terms of an amount of tension created on the front side, on your anterior core, on your this side. Mm-hmm. So imagine Shana being like third trimester, you're really large. Like how much, and I'm doing squats now, I'm doing front squats. How much pressure, how much should I be bracing on this front side? Like it's important because over bracing, like really bearing down on your core, that may be too much premature pressure for your baby sending the mixing signals and there's some possible complications that can happen there. So that's something that we're really good at is teaching. Like that's how we kind of do it is like we're, we teach the anterior core, the posterior core, how to connect to your front side versus like your back and your lats. Um, But the level of um, like the amount of tension created like second and third trimester is different than what's preconception and first trimester. So that's just something to consider with women because uh, safe exercise is, is important. And when I think yeah. of pregnancy and safe exercise, I'm like, how do we properly brace to support that baby and not like put that baby in arm and any rep at any time. So yeah, the bracing aspect and how to do that safely as you progress in your pregnancy is stupidly important.
0: No, that's incredible. It's like you got a baby in your womb. You have it in the core now that you never yeah. had before. It makes sense that. that and that's what I'm saying. Like one. it's a whole
1: different science. This is yeah, not a. Right. This is not a regression of just what regular people do. It's such a different whole, complete, separate science. So, um, it's important that mothers go, go learn about it. You know.
0: I'm just in awe of this entire conversation. I have a feeling we're going to need a couple more of these in the future. Absolutely. There's so much information there. I think one of the last questions and who knows, maybe it'll lead to other things, but obviously it's never too early or too late to start doing this work. If there's someone listening to this podcast, that's looking to get pregnant in the near future, like when's the best like, in a perfect situation, what's the best time to start?
1: Perfect world, you would start preconception, you would start as you're, as you're planning for your family, because, you know, you shouldn't just wait, I know, I know this is our ideal world, but you shouldn't just wait to the first or second trimester, and like, oh, okay, now I'm gonna build muscle, right, like, (laughs) Yes, some of the some of the techniques that we have, you're going to feel some instantaneous feedback, Mm -hmm. you're going to feel like you're going away with muscle off one day with some of the stuff we got in terms of muscle development, like you need a month or two. Mm -hmm. But this is what we like to say about this whole push practice and labor flow ideology is that it can help you in one session It can help you in one day. Hopefully what I just You know, I could teach it a lot more in depth, but hopefully, what I taught with the labor flow and the push practice, just the awareness of how to the stress, like if you had your baby tomorrow, Shana, hopefully that would have helped at at a small degree rather than not knowing like not having a game plan. So what we like to say, if you're if you really want to start start early, but. You know what? If you just heard about us a day before your delivery, that's okay. We yeah. can still help. We can still help them.
0: Yeah, that's what I. Uh, I love that so much, Andrew, because I think even if someone is eight months into their journey, hearing this podcast, it's going to support them leaps and bounds. And yeah, absolutely, knowing this information. So it, it's basically the short answer. It's never too early or too late to, to do this work and make a a beautiful shift in your pregnancy. Yeah,
1: that that is the truth.
0: Yeah. So is there any last, I mean, I like I said, we're going to probably need some more conversations. Yeah, I let's think. go. More, I love this. <laughs> more women are going to be like, what the hell did he yeah, say? What is he talking about? I've never heard this on a <laughs> podcast before. I mean, I've even, as I'm getting ready to get pregnant, I've done so much research and nothing out there is talking about what you're talking about, Andrew. It's pretty mind blowing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool to just, uh i don't know i just feel like we're doing an honorable we have an honorable cause uh helping people like and this is my fact about it is it's not just women we're helping the babies yeah the families like that's kind of our motto like
0: oh that's beautiful strong
1: strong mothers strong families like you get the mom strong everybody flourishes so it's 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 kind of a whole team it's kind of a whole team gig like me being the big husky strong male like I encourage (laughs) the partners like presence and participation in the training in in some of the push practice and labor flow because like who's going to be there with you come delivery day Shannon it's probably going to be Connor so it's (laughs) good Connor knows some of this stuff you know so we're really we're trying to you know make this a a family oriented thing which is really cool
0: Oh, that is Literally everything you say, Andrew, is music to my ears. (laughs) And it's like, I I think we're just, that's why we've had such great conversations. We're very Mm -hmm. aligned on that kind of view. It's like, the women can be these stable foundations, or that the family can lean on, you know, Mm -hmm. and obviously the stress of the mother impacts the baby, the baby can feel it at all times. So when you can take the time to support your body physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it, it ripples and impacts everyone in the family line. Amen. Amen. This has been such an epic conversation. Good. So I'm so excited that you came on. And to wrap things up, like how can people find you and stay connected?
1: Um, You can find me on Instagram and it's at Martinez. 1320, or you can follow us on the at built well for birth page. Yeah. We, we basically got all the social media platforms. So if you just look up Andrew Martinez or built well for birth, you'll probably find us. And, um, and if they reach out to you, they, you, you can give them my email or my, or my cell number or something, Shana. Okay.
0: Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. And I'll make sure to have all this information in the show notes below. And, yeah. You have a couple of offerings, right? You have, or I'll let you kind of go off of that.
1: Oh yeah. For what, yeah. In terms of how we serve. Online course, you have the
0: training certification.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. So like for mothers, for pre and postnatal mothers, we do have live training. Blessed with this gym in in, uh, South County and North County, San Diego. So we have live training. Then we have an online program. So I filmed all the workouts, exercise library, uh, push practice Dr C's even implemented her own education. the online program's pretty cool and hefty. and then uh, about three years ago we started certifying other professionals, you know fitness coaches, doctors, nurses. so we do have a coaching course and uh, that's for again anybody in the fitness and health world who take care of women and what's even what's what's most cool about that channel and, and as I toot my own horn is is, the, the percentage of mothers who've taken our program as pregnant women, mm-hmm. but then have become certified coaches that's found so much value in this program that they're like, hey, I want to teach this. I want to share this. I want to become a professional teaching women how to take care of themselves, like the experience I had. So I think that's so cool that mothers transition to become coaches. Cause now it's creating an opportunity. Now it's creating more community because yeah. I need help spreading this word. I love, you know, building a team and making this more of a, I know sometimes I put a masculine, uh, you know, illustration out there. I need help making this more feminine and you know <laughs> connecting to more women. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's really cool what we do too on the coaching side.
0: I love that. It's like it's such a fulfilling job to go through the program and then be able to teach that as a career. Like what a beautiful yeah. transition. And then embodying what you're teaching your clients. I don't think there could be anything better than that.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah, there's no better testimonial than a mother who takes our program while she's pregnant. And then takes our coaching course to really teach it to more women. So that's unique.
0: Nice. Oh, so beautiful, Andrew. I'm so excited for you. And thank you, Shana. Andrew has a discount code also for me. So in the show notes, you'll see at checkout, you can use the word Shana um, to help you out there and get this information to you. I mean, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast and, and share all the incredible research and findings you've created. I'm just so so excited for you and thanks for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for even thinking about having us. Like it's 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 times like these. This is the time that we have to market and basically share our word with different communities. So all the like to you, Shannon, like all the women in the community we're building on our end, like I can't wait to refer out your services in terms of just holistic health and, and emotional support. Like, I can't wait to basically make them uh, make you a resource to them.
0: Yeah. It's beautiful. It's it's so special being in this space. We can, you know, grow communities and have these different aspects and, um. Yeah, the best is yet to come. I'm excited. It is.
1: It is. It is. The 2023 is our year, Shana. We're gonna do yes. in 2023. This is. Yes,
0: I love it. Yeah, let's let's keep the good vibes coming. Let's empower some more women and make this a beautiful process. So
1: Absolutely. Again.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you know someone who would benefit from hearing this message, please share it with them. And if you're loving these conversations, make sure to subscribe and leave me a review on what you love about the show so I can keep the good vibes coming your way. And speaking of reviews, I also have something really, really special that I wanna gift to you. Over the past couple of years, I've created a prenatal, pregnancy, and postnatal wellness guide that I continue to update and evolve. And trust me, you're going to want to have this resource by your side. It covers everything from my supplement recommendations to grocery lists for every phase of the journey, to detox protocols, to prep for pregnancy, to mental health support, to discount codes, to non-toxic living tips, to spiritual rituals to connect to your baby, and so much more. So basically it's the motherfucking shit and it's a Google doc. So rest assured every time you click into it, it's the most up-to-date version. So if you want a copy of your own, it's super, super simple. Just leave a review for the Mama Embodied podcast, screenshot the review, and email it to shayna at shaynaraytherapy.com. So that's shayna, S-H-A-I-N-A, at S H A I N A R A E T H E R A P Y dot com, and I'll send you that free copy. Now, in case no one told you today, I want you to know that you're doing a fucking incredible job and the world is so much better with you in it. So thank you for being here and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.